Morning, y'all. I'm Patrick Phillips, in for Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, December 28th. We're down to just three days left in 2022. We hope you're ready for warmer weather. If you are, Live 5 meteorologist Chris Holzman has good news about what you can expect over the next few days. Let's head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center for that forecast. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. We are looking at a chilly morning. Temperatures in the 20s and 30s. We warm into the 50s in the afternoon. We are expecting plenty of sunshine, and that's with high pressure and control. So again, we are looking at a warmer day. And uh, notice Future Tracker. That verifies that sunshine as we head into the afternoon. Tonight, we're looking at temperatures back in the 30s. A few spots inland, likely in the 20s. But warmer air will move in from the west over the weekend, and that means that temperatures eventually will be near 70 degrees. Now, our rain chance will increase as well, and that's as a disturbance approaches, but we will be warmer with highs near 70 by the weekend, and we stay in the low 70s early next week. Overnight lows eventually will be in the 50s. Have a great rest of your day. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast from the Lowcountry's news leader, Live 5 News. Morning Y'all is sponsored by MUSC Health. Join a team that's changing what's possible. MUSC Health is hiring for all locations and various positions, including radiology, path and lab, maintenance, and a number of other professions. Find out more about the competitive pay rates and benefits or review a more comprehensive list of current openings at muschealth.org slash careers. MUSC Health, changing what's possible. Now let's check your morning headlines. Another round of nationwide cancellations today as Southwest Airlines CEO apologizes for the travel mass and the transportation department vows to hold the airline accountable. Yeah, Southwest accounts for most of the more than 2,600 flight cancellations scheduled for today. Mike Valerio has tracking the latest and has a closer look at how stranded passengers are dealing with the meltdown and what might be to blame. The travel meltdown continues Wednesday as 2,600 more flights are canceled nationwide, nearly all of them Southwest Airlines flights. Right now, we just want to get on a plane. The airline CEO, Bob Jordan, apologizing and saying more delays are likely this week, with no indication of when passengers would be rebooked. Clearly, we need to double down on our already existing plans to upgrade systems for these extreme circumstances. As some stranded travelers say, they likely won't get to their final destinations until after the new year. Canceling flights for four days until the first for everybody, it's really unfortunate. And as the travel woes leave thousands of people stranded overnight at airports or waiting in long lines, the unclaimed luggage is also piling up. Meantime, Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is vowing to hold Southwest accountable for the mess he says it created saying his department is taking a closer look at the problems and is prepared to issue fines if it's found that the airline didn't meet its legal obligations to passengers. From what I can tell, Southwest is unable to locate even where their own crews are, let alone their own passengers, let alone baggage. Southwest is blaming a series of issues that created a domino effect across the country, including last week's historic Arctic storm, aggressive flight scheduling, and outdated infrastructure. As both passengers and crew members try to make the best of the increasingly worsening situation. Ma'am? Are you 
Well, with those thousands of canceled and delayed flights, this has caused many people to find alternative ways to get where they need to go, such as rental cars or staying in a hotel. Anna Harris spoke with rental companies at the Charleston International Airport and nearby hotels to see how it's impacted their services. Charleston International definitely looks different here than it did just two days ago with far less canceled flights and delayed flights. This travel hysteria has not only affected flight times, but also the availability of rental cars in hotel rooms. Some companies say there's only so many available. And this is one of the best uh, resort cities that we have. And so we want to make sure that they're able to have transportation when they get here. Days after Christmas and airports are lined with holiday travelers fighting to get on flights. With thousands of cancellations and delays, many people have resorted to getting rental cars and driving hours to their destination or just spending the night in Charleston. Avis Budget Group says they've seen a rise in reservations. Employees at Enterprise and National say they are not able to do walk-ups like usual, just reservations. However, if customers didn't book in advance, they're out of luck. Hertz gave us a statement on the demand saying, quote, the holiday season is always a busy one at Hertz. This year, we are working hard to serve thousands of customers whose travel plans have been disrupted by the severe weather, including those seeking one-way rentals due to flight cancellations. As far as hotels, several of the closest to Charleston International say rooms are still available. An employee at Embassy Suites says they have seen more cancellations from people whose flights to Charleston got canceled than bookings by those stranded here. The CEO of Southwest says the airline is the largest flight carrier in the country, and due to weather, flights at some of the biggest hubs all froze at the same time. Our plan for the next few days is to fly a reduced schedule and reposition our people and planes, and we're making headway, and we're optimistic to be back on track before next week. Some officers with the Aviation Authority told me that they expect things to die down in the next couple of days, and hopefully the peak of the travel craziness is a thing of the past. In North Charleston, Anna Harris, Sly 5 News. Those who became unemployed as a result of Hurricane Ian might want to listen up. The South Carolina Department of Employment and Workforce is offering disaster unemployment assistance for people affected by the storm. Molly McBride joins us from the newsroom. And Molly, which areas will be able to get this assistance? Good morning. Good morning. The assistance is for those living in Charleston, Georgetown, and Horry counties who lost work or are unemployed as a direct result of the hurricane. And the deadline to apply is today. Back in September, Hurricane Ian hit Florida as a Category 4 hurricane. It caused widespread damage across western Cuba and the southeast U.S., Ian hit our coast on September 25th, bringing wind, rain, and flooding. If you are someone who lost their jobs because of the storm, you can fill out a form to apply for DUA, which stands for Disaster Unemployment Assistance. Applicants will be asked to submit information about their unemployment and other documentation to support their claim that they were working or self-employed when the disaster happened. You can find a link to the DEW's website by heading over to live5news.com and clicking on the big red box. In the newsroom, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. 
Thank you, Molly. Well, now when it comes to FEMA's individual assistance program, renters in Charleston, Georgetown, and Horry counties can now apply. Yeah, the program aims to help people whose homes and property, they were damaged when Hurricane Ian hit the area. Federal grants can help pay for temporary housing. The initial rental grant is for a one or two month period and can be reviewed for further assistance. The deadline to apply to FEMA is Monday, January 23rd. You can find a link to apply under the big red box. Firefighters with the St. John's Fire Department are working to determine what caused a fire on John's Island. Crews were called to that fire at River Road and Brownswood Road around 645 last night. Officials say when firefighters got to the scene, they found a mobile home on fire. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Officials believe that home was unoccupied. Charleston County deputies need your help solving a four-year-old deadly shooting case. Aubrey Zanders was killed in his own front yard on Ashley Hall Road in December of 2018. Investigators say he walked outside to take the trash out when he was shot. A witness told officials Zanders was confronted by two men and they heard four shots. No arrests have been made and if you have any information, you should call Crime Stoppers of the Low Country at 843-554-1111. Well, deputies with the Charleston County Sheriff's Office are investigating a crash that left a person dead. According to the Sheriff's Office, that crash happened around yesterday morning on Etowan Avenue near Melrose Drive. That's right off of Savannah Highway. Now, the Sheriff's Office says the driver was the only person in the car and was taken to the hospital where they died. Deputies tell us their car uh, went off the roadway, hit a ditch around 6 a.m. yesterday. Someone found that crash more than three hours later. The victim's identity has not been released. The Charleston Animal Society is treating a dog that was abandoned in a cardboard box on their property. The shelter says the dog was left at their gate around 9 p.m. on December 22nd. They say the dog was left there with a life-threatening injury. The dog was rushed into surgery when they found her the next morning. In a post, the Animal Society says the dog is still in critical condition, but she's lucky. The Animal, says, animal Society says it's illegal to abandon an animal, and the North Charleston Police Department is investigating. If you have any information on what happened, you should contact North Charleston Police or Crime Stoppers. You can leave an anonymous tip. Those numbers are right there on your screen. If your child got a new phone or tablet this holiday season, Charleston County deputies, they want you to be aware of some dangers that could be lurking behind the screen. Deputies say law enforcement across the country has seen a rise in cases where young people, primarily teen boys ages 14 to 17, are coerced online by predators to send explicit images of themselves. Now the predators then extort money from the teens by threatening to reveal those images online. Deputies say they've identified sextortion cases in Charleston County. There are some ways you can avoid this scam altogether. Parents should explain to children the rules of online behavior. The sheriff's office says if your child does become a victim, providing mental health support could save their life. You can report this activity to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, as well as local law enforcement. You can find all that information on life5news.com under this story. Today is TikTok Day. No, not TikTok as in the social media platform. We mean TikTok as in the passage of time. Daysoftheyear.com tells us it's a good day to check back through the list of things you wanted to accomplish and get to work on them. The idea is to end the year with as little regret as possible. Celebrating birthdays today, actress Maggie Smith from TV's Downton Abbey is 88. 
Actor Denzel Washington is 68. CBS Morning's co-anchor Gail King is also 68. Comedian Seth Meyers turns 49. And singer John Legend is 44. Thank you again for joining us for Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Patrick Phillips, in for Katie Kamen. She'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Morning Y'all. Produced every weekday morning and sponsored by MUSC Health. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen anytime at live5news.com slash podcasts. And download the free Live 5 News app for your mobile device for the latest local news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, the Low Country's news leader.